Thank you for listening. Thank you for you. You are listening to the. You are listening to the Way of Consciousness Radio Network programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God and that the kingdom of God is within OFJ Community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development and seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be a part of OFJ Community or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. Now, to our program. This is the Way of Consciousness. Well, good evening and a very happy new year. Uh, We are now in the year of 2012, a much-anticipated event, and uh, and it'll be interesting to see how this anticipation of 2012 will unfold. And in that spirit, uh, we thought we would uh, do a guided meditation, uh, something that we're going to do a little bit more often, and um, really connect with the heart of Christ within each of us. And in so doing, um, we will be able to create uh, peace within us and then, of course, attract that on the exterior world and create the 2012 we're all all kind of hoping for, one of peace and oneness and understanding and compassion. And so we welcome welcome you into the show this evening. Sorry for the beginning, a little bit of technical difficulty. Uh, but we seem to have gotten that straightened out. I'm joined in conversation this evening with uh, Bishop Lee Allen Peterson, uh, uh, a bishop in the Apostolic Communion out of the great state of Texas, and also Father Michael Sherbet out of the great state of Nebraska. And I invite you to please uh, call in with any comments or questions. Uh, we're live at 9 p.m. Eastern every Tuesday, and During that time, the call-in number is area code 347-237-5625, and we welcome your participation. And so, uh, let's start with uh, Father Michael. Uh, Welcome to the show, and uh, any New Year's resolutions?
Well, well let's try uh, Bishop Lee. Are you there, Bishop Lee? I I think I am. Okay, <laughs> I can hear you. Apparently, I, I've lost connection with uh, with Father Michael Sherbet, but he'll be back in. So, uh, welcome to the show. And uh, so, what are what are your intentions for 2012, Bishop Lee? Well, <clears throat> my intention for 2012 is just to be who I am. Well, that's a good. That's always a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I have. I my resolution is is to be who I am this year, and uh, and so the question goes to who are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, I believe that we are all the Christ. So in being who I am, I'm going to delve deeper into what it means to be the Christ. Right. And, you know, that sounds a little haughty, <laughs> but not if it's taken that that's, that is the truth for everyone. That is who we are. Absolutely. And, I couldn't agree more. And when when we get over the idea that that sounds haughty, <laughs> we make, we're making tremendous strides. St. Paul told us, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. And, uh-huh. and that's exactly uh, where we're coming from. It's actually a statement of great humility rather than a statement of arrogance. But, I, so, I so agree. And so the the goal this year is to leave the ego behind and mm-hmm. to merge with the Christ that I am. Well, that's a beautiful intention for 2012. You know, so many times we, we all try to do that, those of us that are really seeking this spiritual path. and uh, But there's so many expectations placed upon us, and so often we don't even realize that we're trying to live up to the expectations of institutions or family members or our jobs or whatever outside in our in our worldly life and we kind of lose sight of you know being authentic uh, to the presence of the Christ within us so i think that's a a a really important um uh idea to talk about and what a perfect show for this because we're talking about this guided meditation that we'll do in a little while about um expanding that consciousness of the heart of Christ within us. So um, thank you for sharing That's that. Right. Father Michael, are you here? Father Michael? Well, I thought he was back, but I guess he's having some technical difficulties. So we'll we'll bring him into the conversation as soon as he's uh as soon as he's able. So, so going how along would you like those lines you know uh-huh. when you were talking about expectations yeah i i think one of the hardest things we 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 uh, have to deal with is what are our expectations of christ mhm you know sh- certainly we, we have expectations put onto us by other people but even more so we have the expectations of what is 
what is the Christ and what is perfection and what what, what are these things? And I will mm-hmm. tell you that generally we come from egoic standpoints, egoic frame of mind as to what these things are, and then it becomes absolutely impossible for us to fulfill them. And that's that's the trap that the ego sets up for us. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so how what we're going to talk about today and hopefully demonstrate in future shows is it, what what is this and how does it affect us and how can we be Christ in the world and uh so i i think that's very important i think that's a, i think that more than anything else is is what needs to be uh demonstrated to the world at this time that it's not uh you know we say it's supernatural and and but but think of the word supernatural uh that does not mean that something is far away from us it means it's even closer to us than we think <laughs> yeah it's extraordinarily natural this whole state is really a natural state <laughs> Well, that's right, and we refuse to recognize that. And the the reason we refuse to recognize that, it's the ego that does not want us to recognize that. So what we have to really be clear on is where are we coming from? Are we coming from the Christ that is within us, that is who we are, naturally? It's it's not, there is no big bombshell. I mean, some people have tremendous mystical experiences, and that's wonderful. But most people do not. Most people, uh, it gradually develops over time in what we call the evolution of consciousness. And by cooperating with the evolution of consciousness and by experiencing pure consciousness, which is the Christ, uh, within us and all around us, then we become to becoming more in tune with it. And that's what it's really about. It's about coming into tune or coming into vibration. I'm going to stop you there for just a moment, Bishop Lee. I think Father Michael was able to join us again. Father Michael, are you with us? Yes, I am. How are you? Oh, well, good. Fine. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, We were just doing an introduction, and uh, I asked Bishop Lee what his intention would be or his resolution might be for this year, and... uh, and so I would I would ask you um, a similar question, if I may. Well, of course, um, I'm always open to spirit, and uh, I try to allow spirit to uh, guide me into whatever I should be expressing at the moment. So, you know, for me, 2012 is yet an open book with uh, incredible possibilities. And uh, I'm simply going to allow the grace of God to unfold those before me and and try to be that grace of God to to other people. Well, that's beautiful. And that's uh, like Lee was talking about, um, uh, knowing that we are the Christ. Absolutely. uh, and 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 to just allow ourselves, allow that to be the driving force in our life. Allow us... uh, uh, in our Way of Mastery class this afternoon, we were talking about that very thing. How do we put this into practice each day? And um, and so the Way of Knowing um, gives us many um, 
different techniques and practices that we can do uh, to sort of, you know, uh, witness for ourselves how are we yeah. allowing that to be present in in, in, in all of our activities. So um, I'm really excited about this show, uh, f- uh, beginning with uh, this uh, talking about who we are and the heart of Christ within and doing this guided meditation. And um, it's our intention uh, here on The Way of Consciousness to do more shows uh, where it's um, – uh, there's a, a participation or a practice uh, or a guided meditation or, or some kind of a technique that we can offer that people can enter into to try to uh, connect more fully to allow the presence to become more fully understood in in, in each person's life. So, uh, Bishop Lee, would you uh, like to take it from there and, and, and sort of talk about where we're going to go with uh, this evening's um, show? Okay. Thank you. Yes. Um, It all starts with remembering who we are. And in remembering who we are, uh, we remember that we're the Christ. And like I was saying earlier, it's natural. You see? Mm -hmm. So... So, and what what does natural mean? Well, if I'm naturally inclined to uh, take my first step with the right foot, I don't have to think about it. Mm -hmm. I just do it. And the the same is pretty much true with with being the Christ. Uh, That's that's who we are. We simply have to do it. We simply have to be it. And and it becomes effortless. Because when there is effort there is ego. And and so this becomes an effortless um, exor- an exercise in effortlessness, which is <laughs> paradoxically uh, very hard for us to. <laughs> we do exactly. not like. I was hoping you would go there because you know it's effortless, but to get to that place where it becomes effortless is is the tricky is the tricky part. And um, to allow so yourself that you... to be effortless is 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 totally contrary to the way our current mindset is. Our mindset. Mm-hmm is in doing more is better uh you know the more people you reach the 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 greater effect that you're having but actually that is not the case at all and here's why we are all connected in consciousness therefore anything that you do in consciousness affects the collective consciousness of all people so even though you think you're only dealing with a single person, you're actually dealing with all of humanity. When you meditate, you think you are the one meditating. No, you are meditating mass consciousness. So you are affecting mass consciousness with every single thought, with every single action, with every with everything that you do. So when we spend this time that is effortlessness, 
that in this effortlessness we are allowing, because what we're doing is getting the ego out of the way. The ego cannot stand no effort. The ego cannot stand no thought, because the ego itself is a thought. Mm -hmm. So when we go beyond thought, when we go into the pure presence, when we go into the pure silence, and all thought from our conscious awareness ceases. Of course, the mind is continually thinking. That's what it does. You can't expect it not to do what its job is. But mm -hmm. we have choice. We have awareness. We have the ability to either watch the mind thinking or watch who we are, which is pure consciousness. And that's what this meditation is going to help us get to, that point of being able to simply enter into what we would call the rest. And resting in that space, in that pure space, that is who we truly are. But I, I love the paradox of it, though. Because we think we have to be um, uh, making things happen instead of connecting within and creating things by virtue of our state of living within the consciousness of the Christ within us, and 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 we, we were talking about that today in our in our study group. Um, you know, we know it intellectually. And we have to be kind to ourselves because it t it does take a it's a practice and it's it should be gentle and there should be no judgment or condemnation you know it's just every day we 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 get into the stillness and and try to remember who we really are and and try to shift from that doing to allowing. In the way of mastery, it says that our mind sits right next to the mind of God. Mm -hmm. And and it, it, it's sort of interesting that uh, they're they're sort of uh, uh, making a, a separation here when, when truly there is no separation. Our mind is the mind of God, mm -hmm. uh, and it. it uh, but what it goes to is allowance. You see, we set up this egoic person who is not us at all. But we are totally invested in that person being us. Right. And, and so what it is, is a simple shift. And and, and it, it's really quite simple. And and But the ego says, oh, no, 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 it can't be simple. It has to be complex. <laughs> you have to do something. Yeah. But it's not doing. It's allowing. That's why mm -hmm. one of the most important keys to the kingdom is allowance. Mm -hmm. And we really have to understand this, and we have to, what does allow mean? Allow means... Father, Mi Father, Father Michael, um, yeah. excuse me, Bishop Lee, but I'd I just like to get, um, if I may, uh, Father Michael's uh, perspective on what that means. What does it mean to you, this idea of allowing? First off, Allowance is a complete openness. Allowance is a complete receptivity to what is and what truly is. 
and as spiritual beings, and as this text so shares with us, the heart of it, the essence of it, is the Creator's only creation. And that creation is pure, it's mind, it's pure being, pure intelligence, the fulfillment of all wisdom, the depth of all compassion, the certainty of every purpose under heaven. Now, if we can stop intellectualizing that and simply slip into that presence, which is just behind our presence, which is really our presence, because we're an extension of that divine presence, and simply become aware of it, and then listen. Be receptive. Be open. Until that presence speaks that revelation into our own hearts, in our own spirits. And then as Joel S. Goldsmith used to say, when God speaks, the earth melts. Everything that is not eternal melts. And we're in that full realization of who God is and who we are in Him, which is His eternal Son and Daughter that has been created out of His image and likeness and love. Absolutely. But, you know, when we say, speak the word of revelation, what is that exactly? It is him communicating to us. Well, what what I'm Mm -hmm. getting at is that this speaking of revelation to us is not necessarily, can be, but not necessarily is, hey, Father Michael, I want you to go down to the store and buy a candy bar. Right, right. You you know what I mean? Right. This this revelation, and when God speaks to us, he doesn't necessarily use words. He often uses feelings. Absolutely. He uses feelings. He uses knowingness. A lot right. of times, the revelations that I get, which I get from my meditation, but not while I'm in what I would call a state of meditation. Right. And that you know, that's a really I... good point. That's a really good point, because I think that's what people misunderstand the most. They they think they're not being successful in listening to God when, exactly. when they... When they spend time in silence, not realizing that God's first language is silence, see? So if God's first language is is in silence, you are in communion with. His mind is your mind, and your mind is his mind at that particular point in time. And if if his first language is silence, why would you not be in a period of silence? (laughs) And And silence silence is not empty, it's full. It is absolutely full. And it's full of that revelation, which we call his spirit, which invibes us 
breathes us, expresses us. Right, and, and the, expecta- the expectation of having an immediate supernatural experience instead of knowing that in that silent communication, when we live and move and have our being, we, we will know what to do because all of a sudden it will it will just be known to us what our yes. next choice would be, and that is God speaking to us, and this is what yes. we have the biggest challenge with. Right, and a, and a lot of times... You know, you'll sit down to make a decision, and 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 sometimes the decision actually doesn't come prior to the action. Exactly. You know what I, yeah. And, and and when that happens, that is also God speaking to you, and and you you are following that will without. Uh, Without any interference from the ego. Right. And the one place you're less likely to encounter ego is in and through the heart than it is through the mind and its thinking apparatus. And just as you so pointed out, when we are present, when we are connected with quote, the collective consciousness, we're not only sending things out, we're receiving them. Exactly. And yet in in yet in the heart in the heart and through the heart all of that becomes silenced and we mm-hmm. begin to absorb naturally, without effort as you said, that presence of God. And that is the revelation, the heart of his spiritual creation. He is communicating that to us, not with thoughts, not with words, or words as we know them, but through the Christ who we are, the living word. It's not a thought, it's an experience. It's a revelation. It's a It's who we are in being. And so we go back to that idea of allowance and acceptance of that. You know, in my own life, Father Michael, um, how I would describe that, and I understand completely what you're saying, is that suddenly my ability to trust or have more confidence in myself from that practice seems to be, I seem to be strengthened in my Absolutely. trust of my ability to know what to do and I don't have to worry about it, the situation or whatever just has to present itself, and I now trust that I'll know exactly what to say or exactly what exactly. Uh, needs to be done. And that is the gift of our relationship with God. And and yes. that's hard to communicate with folks, you know, that we're helping along the way. It's something well, that, we don't even have to pre-think about. <laughs> Exactly. Right. It's experience. It's experiential, moment by moment. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so we we accept each moment and allow each moment. When we can develop that faith and that confidence, you know, then you know how free would will we be? 
when we can really honestly live every moment of our life from that standpoint. I mean, nothing would bother us. Right. Exactly. And the only thing that keeps us from being able to do that is us not doing it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think I think for most folks besides the whole intellectual thing, which can be helpful, but often it's not helpful, is when they get quiet. Mm-hmm. When they begin to look within, suddenly they come upon themselves, and that scares them. Hmm. But if you stay with that, and you're drawn through that to that presence who you truly are, then suddenly, oh my, this is wonderful. The love, the peace, the healing, the wholeness that begins to flow throughout my body and my mind, the presence, the oneness I suddenly feel and know, I begin to sense it from every part of myself, and I begin to sense it all around me, and I sense it coming from all things, and that, oh, there's, you can't describe it with words. No, you really can't. And, you know, uh, this is interesting. Um, It's really our intuition. Yes. And tuition simply means knowing. So it's our inner knowing. That's what deepens and grows. And we somehow know uh, because that is what is happening in this practice. Right. Of of spending time in silence with the intention of connecting with the presence within us, and the more that we do it, you know, the more our intuition we're we're given knowing in in our inner world, and we can relax and not worry about what we have to do, be or say. We can just trust that presence and show up, and just know that all is well, and that's how God speaks to us. For me, yes. Anyway, and in that intuition, which you described as inner knowing, mm-hmm. something marvelous happens. That marvelousness is suddenly you begin to see the inner world. Suddenly you begin to hear the inner world. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you begin to feel and sense the inner world. It's not just intellectual knowledge, it's a revelation, it's an experience that is coming out of life itself in being. Mm -hmm. That intuition triggers our spiritual seeing. We're seeing clearly, we're hearing clearly, we're understanding clearly, we're knowing clearly. Exactly. 
what we're and and it, it's almost actually it is, but your becomes one of uh, being lived by this life that mm-hmm. is all around us. Yes, yes. And and then when when people start saying, "Oh, I read this book a long time ago. I thought it was named You Are the World, but it's really named You Are the <laughs> Universe." <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Jay Krishnamurti, and and uh, I read it when I was very young, and it had a it had a uh, a tremendous impact on me. And in essence, what it is saying is that. There is no separation. We are the universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All things exist within us, and we exist within all things. Yeah. In 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 the Christian uh, analogy, it becomes we are the body. We abide in the body of Christ, and the body of Christ abides in us. We are one body. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's sort of saying the exact same thing. Uh, but what we've done at times is put an egoic structure to that mm-hmm. that was never intended to be there. But so what we're taught, and when we face ourselves in meditation, and I think you're exactly right, we we come to a point within ourselves where we realize, uh-oh, I'm in myself. And it scares us to death. It's reasons. One, we've been conditioned to believe we're bad. And two, when we see it, it's immense. Yeah. And so what we have to realize, and this is what we keep trying to tell everyone, is that it is a loving presence and you are loved. Mm Mm-hmm. And so this this idea of being loved, being loved, being loved, th- that is so important for us to uh, to grasp hold of, and 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 to live from, because that is the security we need to move into that space. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, Linda Marie? Yes, absolutely. I I got um I just wanted to let you know that I got dropped off the switchboard there for a moment, so I didn't quite hear everything you had to say, so I will defer then to Father Michael if I may. Well, I would again reassure and reaffirm what Bishop Lee just said. Because when we come into that presence, which is our presence, it's a loving presence. It's a loving knowledge. It's a loving revelation mm-hmm. of ourselves in, as God has created us, which is a perfect spiritual creation. So Absolutely. Let's for, a, let's for a moment turn to uh, the beginning, and, and I, I want to give some background on this meditation that we're about to do. Okay. 
And what we're getting in, in, in this is an invitation from the Christ within us, who throughout this book is who is speaking to us. It, it, it's like we're talking to ourselves, in, in a sense. It, it starts out by saying, Heed not the call of that part of the mind that would distract you and lead you back into the illusions that comprise your world. And and, and that's that's what we have. When and that's the trouble a lot of people have in meditation. When when you begin to meditate, you also begin to get thoughts. Now you're not going to stop the mind from thinking, so don't think that that your the goal of meditation uh is to keep the mind blank. It's not. Uh it's to focus your attention somewhere else. Not on the thoughts you're thinking, but on something else. And when you do enter into that something else, that's when he's talking about here alone the truth remains shimmering within you. Here is where I am. And this heart that we share is not contained within your body. Rather, the body has emerged from within the power that resides in this holy place. So it's not that we are, it's not the heart that we call the heart. Mm-hmm. It's a metaphorical heart. And it's right. not so much that it is in us as it as we are in it. Exactly. The heart of the present. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, the heart of the presence. And it's it's more like when we say, Well, do you can you get to the heart of the matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the kind of heart it is. It is not necessarily the pump the heart within the body. Although the heart of the matter does reside within us, it is also saying that we are not necessarily the body. Exactly. Right? So, and then he says, within this awareness lies the answer to every question you might choose to ask. Right. Within this shining awareness is the reassurance that the end of the journey is certain. Within the shimmerings, you abide at one with all of creation. Right. We're starting to break up a little bit, Bishop Lee. I'm so sorry. We're having some technical difficulties, apparently. That awareness is the key. Because yes. as we tune in to that awareness, we suddenly realize that we are seeing with the eye of God who is seeing us. In all of creation. Mm-hmm. We are seeing by that same presence in which we are, in which we are within, and that is all around us and behind every living thing. So it comes back to that idea that we're not living. We're being lived. We're being breathed. Exactly. We're being... In him we... Yes. Yep. 
in this heart, this in him, so to speak, which is just so often misunderstood, but in that we live and move and have our being. Exactly. That's right. And you know, if we have our being within his being, then then we are actually, he is our essence. Yes. Exactly. And so he continues and he says, um, therefore every word that I share with you is already present within you. Mm-hmm. Eternity is in us, and we are present in eternity. So everything that has ever been thought, will be thought, or is being thought, is already present within us right now. That's just, that makes us huge. Yes. It is no wonder I gain so much weight. <laughs> and here it says, here alone does love abide. And here there is no space for anything unlike love. And so let's talk for a moment about what is this kind of love? What's, what's he talking about mm-hmm. in terms of, of love? How do we know when we have experienced this type of love? What does it feel like? Because we know in in body, we know several different types of love. We know the love of our parents. Uh, we know the love of a lover. Uh, we know the love of objects. Uh Companionship, type of love, mm-hmm. companionship and friendship, all those different types of love. But let's talk about this type of love, which is far beyond those types of love in terms of of our whole beingness, not necessarily the ego, because we have various types, most of those types of love Conditional love is egoic love. Mm-hmm. Unconditional exactly. But a lot of times we miss it because we are so... Lee, Lee we're having odd. trouble hearing you. Well, I just... We lost a little bit of that, whatever it was you were saying. Sorry. Go up. Can you hear me? No. No. You're breaking up. Anyway, we are. I am loved. I am loving. I am lovable forever. I am that unconditional I am. Infinite awareness. Birthless. Deathless. That which embraces the dream of space and time and looks lovely upon all harmlessness in neutral events. Even the body is no longer mine. It merely arises and passes away, while the creator of all creation forms it with the awareness of perfect forgiveness, perfect peace, and the fulfillment of this love that we are talking about and have just described. 
Right. And you know, he, I like the way they explain this indication, if you will, a way of way of knowing. And and I, I, you know, when we could hear loving thoughts, and we can observe where our attention is, mm-hmm. and we allow ourselves to settle into these loving thoughts, which is beyond the body, beyond the mind, you know, then, you know, we are quote unquote the metaphor of within the kingdom of heaven. You know, we are present, our attention, we are within the, you know, the mind of God and contained and embraced within this heart, uh, this metaphor of the heart. And when we do not hear loving thoughts within ourselves, that's when we know that we've returned to the external or to the surface mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. you know we're 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 responding to the external stimuli rather than returning to that place regardless of what we see out there and this is a challenging it's a simple idea but it's you know it's not necessarily easy to do but it takes no. practice just like to accomplish anything the piano or a musical instrument or whatever we just have to practice it and not be so critical of ourselves. That's true. And come to the realization that the very presence that we are experiencing, which is also the grace of God, mm-hmm. will sustain this, will continue exactly. to provide this. It is found no place else but in that presence, which mm-hmm. becomes our presence. Which means suddenly it's effortless. Suddenly it only takes a shift to go back to that center, that place of being. And there it is. And we're living it. And hopefully when we come out of that, we are so full of that love that it's bubbling over and we can't help but to express it to our neighbors, to our friends, to our families, to our co-workers, to all the people that are in our world. Even the most unlovable, we love them because we know what it is to be loved. Exactly. And we also know that we also know that that presence is within them, even though they may not exactly be aware of it. Yes. And we and we have to trust that process for that person by just sending them love. You know, yes. I posted something on Facebook, and I think you both have saw it, where this, you know, man was trying to change, you know, his wife, and he was trying to change his neighbor, and he was trying to change his street and his neighborhood and his community and his state and so forth, and he failed at all of it. Mm-hmm. And and then he tried to, and then he decided, well, I guess I can change myself, you know. And in so doing, in, in going within and making those changes within himself, suddenly everything around him transformed. It was what, like yeah. what Lee is talking about earlier, about being that collective. And so we don't need to be concerned about fixing everything outside of us. Rather, we need to be concerned about uh, staying connected to that, place within us and exactly. that's already doing. fixed <laughs> yeah exactly that's perfect exactly so um <clears throat> not you know, only that but there's only one of us here exactly 
because we're all in that same. There's only one of us here. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that divine presence. So, um, Lee, would you like to lead us on this meditation? Yes. um, I think I think it's time that we we do. I'm just afraid. Uh, I'm, I'm just afraid that you're breaking up. That I'm just afraid that we'll lose part of that. What were you going to exactly do, Lee? Uh, page 138. Uh huh. I was going to do the uh, turn with me here, and there's a little section that that's. Um, I don't know, like in a poem. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. you know. And then over on page 139, Mm -hmm. it sort of concludes. Yes. And so I was I was going to do that as as one as one meditation. Okay. Okay. Well, shall we give it a try? Sure. Sure. Why don't you go ahead? We have difficulty. Okay. Okay. So let's just take a moment. Let's take some deep breaths. So at this time, what we want to do is surrender. We want to relinquish the world of our perceptions and come to kneel before Creator. There in a silent place of the heart, unattached to whatever is given you or shown you, nothing will be kept secret. Remain with me here, for here I do abide. Remain with me here and realize I am loved. I am loving and I am lovable forever. This is the truth that sets me free. I am that I am. My awareness knows no limitation to all the worlds, and all the worlds arise within me. I am that mind, present in all beings, when they descend the stairway and embrace the truth that alone is true always. And as we breathe in and breathe out, we realize here is perfect peace. Here is the recognition that nothing is lacking. Here is the embrace of the fulfillment of love I have sought in all the wrong places. If we breathe in and breathe out deeply and more deeply, we realize here alone do I abide. Here alone do I remain. I am that one. Existing before all worlds, 
this alone is the truth about me. I am loved, I am loving, and I am lovable forever. I am that I am. Infinite awareness, birthless, deathless, that which embraces the dream of space and time and looks lovingly upon all harmless and neutral events. Even the body is no longer mine. It merely arises and passes away, while I, the of all creation, and farm it with the awareness of perfect forgiveness, perfect peace, and the fulfillment of love. Yea, though I walk through the valleys of space and time, fear arises not within me. For all good things are in my safekeeping, stored where moth and dust cannot corrupt, where thieves cannot break in to steal. Here alone is the treasure that I seek no longer, because I have found. I am loved I am loving and I am lovable forever. That's pretty powerful. It is pretty powerful and it's pretty it's beautiful. I'm glad we have that recorded in archives so that I can listen to that whenever I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I am loved, I am loving, and I am lovable forever. And how could we, we be can... less than that? Yes. But we were creative out of love. I love to be loved. There's nothing but love. And when we realize that, when we really are able to come into that space with the realization that that is love and that we are that love, mm, then then the the the, the uh, it becomes entering that space all the time. Yeah. How do we live out from that space? How do, and mm-hmm. most of that is 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 actually practice, and realizing that you can go there momentarily, you can go there in a second. I mean, it, it's there. It's always there. It's always beneath every thought you think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Every and breath you take. It is the uh, place of our Holy Father and Mother's holy place, that wonderful tabernacle where the presence ever shines forth. Yeah, it's... uh you know, I, I, I'm thinking about my dear friend and one of my spiritual mentors on the path, uh, Reverend Dr. Bob Essling from Gainesville, Florida, who made his transition um, um, 
last Friday, and um, you know he walked this and believed it, and he mm-hmm. would always say at the end of his talk or at the end of his Sunday celebrations, he would always say, "And the good news is," and we'd all respond, "There is only good news." Exactly. And Who that is the good news. That? Yes. Exactly. And the good news is found within. Ever present, always there. It's a question of not taking the world outside of itself so seriously, and that's been my big challenge. You know, it's easy yeah. to get caught up in what we think is happening to us on the outside, but on the inside, we really are undisturbed if we can find that place, you know, yeah. where, where we well, are it's loved. Not hard to find. Are... No. no, it's not. And that's and that think... so. That's what's so beautiful. Well, that's the good news. Mm-hmm. That's the good news. It's right here with us. It's who we are. It's not hard to find, but we are given many techniques to try to find it. When when mm-hmm. the truth is, uh, it's who we are. <laughs> yeah. It's where we came from, and where we'll return to. Mhm. And it is who we are now, and ever will be. So. But for four hundred dollars, I'll show you how to get there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I in these last moments, I, I would like to thank you, um, Father Michael Sherbet, for uh, being such a wonderful part of this uh, broadcast. And, and always a pleasure. Uh, thank you to our Apostolic Communion, our presiding bishop here, Bishop Lee Allen Peterson. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people call this new thought, which I think is kind of funny. I guess because we're trying to understand it against the traditional, fundamental, uh, mm-hmm. literal interpretations of Scripture. But um, it's wonderful that there uh, that there are so many clergy that, in the world who are teaching this, even within some mainstream structures. So um, mm-hmm. they they know this presence, and um, so I thank you, uh, Bishop Lee, for. Um, uh, for this opportunity to share this kind of programming uh, with those who 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 uh, are our listeners, and I want to thank all of our archive listeners, those who of you who listen on demand, and and we are really grateful um, to be uh, for your support and and for the ministry that we all are trying to live each day. And I'd like to um, uh, leave us with this thought for 2012. Um, the idea that truly peace is within us always. And it can always light our way in this world. Because we are indeed set forth as Christ, who said, when asked, can we do these things? And he said, this and greater than this shall you do. So we need to be the Christ who holds and extends the treasure of the truth that we are loved and we are loving and we are lovable forever. And let us be, therefore, that which we are. We are the stars that light the heavens and bring radiance to the things of time. So in 2012, let us go, therefore, into the world, to all the world, and bless it with the radiance of the Christ within us.
Absolutely. That's Peace. beautiful. Thank you. Peace be to all of you. And in as much as we all practice the peace within, that's the way we will create peace on this earth. And um and I really believe what Lee said earlier about this collective consciousness. We're not just doing this for ourselves. And as Father Michael said, because there's really just one of us. And we are the Christ consciousness. So good evening, gentlemen. Um, thank you so much. And uh, until next week, we send you great blessings of peace. Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of The Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure, which could, by its very nature, set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua, Jesus, but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us, which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God, and that the kingdom of heaven is within. OFJ community is an all-inclusive fellowship of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development and seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be part of OFJ Community or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to ofjcommunity at gmail.com. That's ofjcommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership and the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. You can find us on the World Wide Web at ofjcommunity.org.